Hello and welcome to Film Couch, episode five. In this episode, we are going to talk about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I'm Joe, and on the other end of the couch over there is Nicola. Hey, what's up, guys? Let's get into this. This film was absolutely unbelievable. Nicola, where the hell did this film come from, man? Why haven't you told me to watch this before you did? <laughs> did I might have mentioned it. This was what? Uh, 2019? 2018? 18. 18. Wow. Yeah, man. It doesn't feel like two years ago. It was so good. And th- the thing that I immediately realized when I was watching it was I-, I just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around the sheer dedication that goes behind this. Let's just start by talking about the animation. Sure. I just, I don't even know what to say. I, I just want to tell you a few stats that I found out online about the animation. Cause I was, I was really wondering you know, with something like this, you've got to have... It, it's one person's creative vision that has to create something like this. It's not really something that people can really collaborate on, in my mind. But how... I was thinking, how how would one person kind of direct this? The animation specifically, not you know, everything else aside. So I looked it up, and it turns out it's not one person. So I wonder how... I really want to see how they you know, communicated and what, how they, you know, what they sent each other and what they used you know, said to each other, oh, this needs this. I'd really love to see that. Um, but let me, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Toy Story yeah. had 27 animators. Yeah. 27? Toy Story 4? 27. Uh, that, I think that was the first one. I'm not sure about the rest of them. Ah, okay. Do you know how many animators Into the Spider-Verse had? Uh, no, I have no, I have no clue. I guess. I don't know if you're going to go lower or higher. Uh, well, I'm guessing low. I mean, I, I mean, I'm guessing higher again. Like if it's the first Toy Story, mm-hmm. that was, that was like back in the nineties, probably like one of the first CGI, uh, like animated films. So I don't yeah. know, maybe like somewhere between 50 to a hundred. 177 animators. Holy sh**. But the the first thing that, like I said, I can't wrap my head around. How did they work together? That takes so much, I don't know, careful communication when you're working on the same project, you know? Yeah, I mean, a lot of... <laughs> well, all these animated films still have to be storyboarded, so... Uh, but, but again, it, I, I can only imagine how big of a team they must have had for this. Yeah, and storyboarding's one thing mm-hmm. but you can i mean you can storyboard toy story you can storyboard most animated films these days the storyboard for, <laughs> for this film it would have to be you know it's this film is something that needs to be appreciated frame by frame yeah cuz it's so intricate the animation here is another stat for you so that's the least surprising stat <laughs> I was wondering, how long did this take? Because each, like I said, each frame is... In fact, this is a quote from one of the directors, Mm -hmm. uh, the the, the co-director, Bob, I think his name was. 
said if you freeze any part of the movie at any time, it'll look like an illustration with hand-drawn touches and all. Yeah. And I, yeah, I can, I'm sure you can go and try that if you want. Just pause it at any point in the, in the film and it'll just look incredible. Um, and you, you don't get that with other animated films. In one week of work for most animated films you can create four seconds, which isn't the same as four frames, right? Mm-hmm. Four seconds is, what, like 96 frames, if it's 24 FPS. Um, so a week for 96 frames, or a week for four seconds. Into the Spider-Verse, it took them a week to create one second. One second per week <laughs> was created. Wow. <laughs> and... When I, when, I, when I found this out, I was like, wait a minute, something doesn't add up here. And I did some quick maths. 117 minutes, the film is. Mm-hmm. So 117 times 60, that's 7,020, yeah. which means 7,020 weeks, which is about 135 years. <laughs> well, so, I mean, you know, obviously... Mm-hmm, go on. No, I was just going to say, I mean, with... Uh, you said 177 animators? Yeah. So I'm guessing they had, like, teams of, like, 20 animators per like per unit or per scene and that's how they were able to like work simultaneously yeah yeah exactly and and this is the thing again that blows my mind because you've got i imagine you have different groups working on different things but they all have to have this shared vision of what the end product's going to be yeah what were your initial thoughts on on the animation were you as blown away as as i am as i was as i am yeah completely dude uh i I forgot why I saw the movie. No, yeah, I saw the movie because the reviews started coming out and they said that it was just phenomenal. Like, not just a great animated film, just a great movie in general. And, uh, I mean, aside from that, I think there was nothing else in the theaters at that time. So I was like, oh, let's just watch this. And it was, it was just a, yeah, I was, I was mind blown, dude. I mean, aside from, like, how great the movie itself is, like, the story and the style and everything, it's just the animations, man. That's... Even considering that, I think the same year, and this, we watched it together, but the same year, uh, Isle of Dogs came out. And I love that movie. Oh, yeah. And the animation was great, but I liked Spider-Verse even more. Oh, yeah, hands down. I mean, I, I mean, it's different though, isn't it? Because Isle of Dogs was um, stop motion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's another film, another great example of you know sheer dedication behind a film. Yeah. And I don't know how much you can compare like animation to um, you know physically shot films in terms of the work behind them and the, and the dedication. But I honestly, this is probably I don't know not the right thing to say, but I can't think of a film that would require as much work and dedication as this film. And people, people don't really think about that when they watch animated films. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how to, how to compare them because, you know, I know that films take a lot of dedication in general and there's so much that you have to do and they take years and years and there's so many aspects to think of, but, I mean, a week for a second? That's crazy. Yeah. No, that's it's it's a different process in a sense. I mean I yeah. I, I must imagine that like for the director itself it's a very different process. 
Because yeah. again, uh, I mean, even in like a movie set, you know, like with like a live action movie, uh, you do have an like sort of an idea of what's going on as you're making the movie itself. I mean, you, know, you have more than an idea of what's going on, and I guess more control as well. With an animated film, it's, uh, I mean, you you really have to trust your animators, <laughs> and that they're oh yeah. Uh, uh, that they're uh, sort of projecting your vision exactly as you have it, you know. So I mean, yeah. in this in this sense, even more so than it is in like a live action movie. I mean, there's a lot of team effort involved and a lot of collaboration. And uh, exactly. in that sense, I wouldn't really just say like the like the props or the the credit really just goes to the director. There's just a whole team of talented people working on that. Yeah, yeah. I had to I had to pause it like ten seconds in watching the film. Just the intro, I suppose. The intro was great. Yeah, and I was just like, "This is I got. I've got to mentally prepare myself for what's about to happen because if this is the introduction, (laughs) you know, the opening credits, and and Nicola said the animation's great. This is just going to be a new level, and it 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 really was. Here's something else pretty interesting about it: the Mm. shot count, the total shot count, how many shots in the whole film is two to three times higher than most other animated films as well. So, okay. I mean, you know, that combined with how long it takes per second, it's just, yeah. it's so much more work than any other animated film, full stop. And it, it shows. Because I think with, with like a project like this, with a film, I think most films, you could probably find moments where you can see, you know, someone maybe slacked on something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, there's a there's a prop in the background that shouldn't be there or there's a problem with content. Conti- continuity or the lighting didn't really um it wasn't consistent with the scene before it i think with most films if not all films uh, you could find something like that in animation it's it's different in animation every single shot is 100 percent intentional right everything that you see is a is an intentional picture in front of you. And this this is not just Into the Spider-Verse. This is, you know, all animated films. And I'm just just mind blown with the dedication. And, and this is so fast. It's so bang, 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 bang. And you, you can't look away. It's it's probably my new favorite film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The music. What do you think about the music? Oh, I love the score, dude. Like, as soon oh. as they put on, uh, like, a Biggie song, like yeah. near the beginning of the movie, I was like, man, they put Biggie in an animated movie, dude. Is I, there a Biggie I, song at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, they put, uh, they put Hypnotize. Uh, I think like when he goes to school for the first time, something like that. Right. I I just can't get sunflower out of my head. Post Malone and yeah. Sway Lee. Yeah. Yeah, so even, even just like the fact that it has a great original, you know, it's not a lot of his theme, but, but like a first, like a great original song made for it. That's very catchy yeah. as well. Yeah, it's... Um, there's that one, and there's the um, oh, oh, it's yeah, it's Lil Wayne and 
Thai dollar sign with a dollar sign on the S. Scared of the dark. But in our own way, we are all Spider-Man. And we're all counting on you. They're counting on me. But yeah, the music, it's just cool, man. I've <laughs> As soon as I like finished watching it, I've just been listening to like hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> a whole time like Lil Wayne and Post Malone and um Joyner Lucas I love it yeah it was about the time they had a black Spider-Man <laughs> yeah man it reminds me a lot of Atlanta the TV series and I don't want to say you know every production that includes a, a black cast <laughs> um seems <laughs> the same to me I'm not saying that I think really really is kind of um, that's similar vibe, you know? Well, it does share some of the cast, right? Because I think, um, mm. like, Miles' dad is played by... Uh, Paperboy, 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 yeah. yeah. I want to give the guys some credit. It's Brian Tyree Henry, I think. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He's really good. And I think there was some kind of um, childish Gambino. What's his, what's his name? Uh, Who plays... Donald Glover, right? Yeah, he was yeah. there. No, he, it's it's weird. Like, it was kind of, something was inspired by him in the film. Uh-huh. Um, and there's, there's some connection with him. I didn't look too much into it. So it, it says, Donald Glover has an unmistakable hand in the success of Miles Morales. Although the actor, writer, musician never wrote the character in the comics, he inadvertently ah. helped make the character's de- debut even bigger than it might have otherwise been. So what's that talking about, you know? Well, no, the thing is, something did ring a bell there. Because when, uh, <clears throat> when they cast... I forget his name, but it's the, the, the newest Spider-Man, like in the actual live-action uh, movies. Uh, Andrew Garfield? Tom, or? No, the one Tom after. It's Tom, Tom Holland. Yeah. When they cast... No, sorry, going back to it. Before Tom Holland, when they were going to cast Andrew Garfield... Uh, there mm-hmm. was like a big internet campaign because a lot of mm-hmm. people actually wanted Donald Glover to play Spider-Man. And they made like a huge campaign for him to get the part. And um, I don't even know if there were like real talks about him potentially getting the role. But uh, it eventually went to another white man, you know, Andrew Garfield. And uh, I think he was just like very grateful that people, you know, supported him. But it, it didn't go any further than that. And... Uh, I think it even because of that they cast him like as a as a minor character in the latest Spider-Man movies, and that's it. But I think it might go along with what you're saying. I mean, they might have I don't know if given him a cameo, but um, maybe just made like some small reference to that. I mean, because yeah. it, it kind of goes along with the fact that you know they actually have a like a black Latino Spider-Man now, and yeah, yeah. It says um, he actually. Um, went on to appear as Aaron Davis, Miles' uncle, in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he also voiced Miles Morales in the Ultimate Spider-Man animated series. Cool. Ah, it's cool. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, the, the Miles Morales kind of reminded me of, you know, a young Donald Glover. <laughs> yeah. He sort of yeah. has that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, you know, cool, hip, funny. Hip. I just said hip. Dude, I'm 20... 27? <laughs> I forgot how old I am. Am I 27 <laughs> or 28? <laughs> Shit, man. 
But You're 27, just, man. <laughs> am I 27? Do you know that? Yeah, because you're you're younger than, than I. Oh, there you go. Back on track. Um, dude, this film was hilarious as well. Yeah. The the funny moments were hilarious. One one of my favorite. Let, let's talk about some of our favorite funny moments. I'll give you one of mine. Okay. Um, if you can remember specific ones. Sure. When he. Uh, <laughs> When he realizes he's Spider-Man, or he realizes he's got his, these powers, and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna jump off a building and try to swing. Uh, it's not, I'm not sure if it's a monster, but you see him running up the stairs, uh-huh. right? And then, like, you see, like, I don't know, like a view of the the sky uh, skyline, and then you just see him running back downstairs. He's <laughs> <So it's> just <laughs> like, nope. Yeah, yeah I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I love the references, dude. They, they were phenomenal. The the references, like. From the very beginning, like even things that were just so, uh, so I mean, so meta, like the ice cream, and you just actually we'll see, see a cream. picture of the Spider-Man ice cream. Oh yeah, yeah, the popsicle yeah. thing. Yeah, the, the the popsicle. And uh, so so popsicle. I mean, I've looked worse. Or like when he says, like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm as far as I know, I'm the only Spider-Man. I've been doing this for a long time. Like at, at the beginning of the movie. And he says, um, he says, uh, yeah, and you know, I had, I also had my like dark periods, but we don't talk about that. And I did, uh, I did this. We don't really talk about this. And he's doing like the, yeah, they're just making fun of the third Spider-Man. Yeah. Or, um, <laughs> or even the end. The end was like the, I guess what what would be the post-credit sequence? Oh yeah. Where you I was gonna have, ask like, you a if you saw to that. The, to the Spider-Man meme. Oh, <laughs> I, I just told you that. Listen, listen. I'm from the future. How dare you point at me? You, you were pointing first. Rude to point. You're being very rude. You're not even believing what Which I'm one saying. pointed I'm first? Spider-Man pointed first. Obviously. You're pointing at me right now. Yeah, as great. You, who pointed first? Well, Spider-Man, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, yeah. man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you something. See if you can guess. So, mm. you, know, you know Spider-Man Noir? The black and white one. Yeah. You know voices him, right? Hey, fellas. Is, is he in black and white? Where's that wind coming from? We're in a basement. Wherever I go, the wind follows. And the wind, it smells like rain. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. Um, I When I was watching it, I could have sworn that it was someone else voicing him. Do you have any idea who I thought was voicing him? And I never realized these two people sounded the same. I mean, nobody comes to mind who sounds like Nicolas Cage. Who, who do you think it was? I can smell the sulfur coming off her cloven hooves. Nick Offerman. Ah, you're right. Well, the thing is, I did go in knowing that Nicolas Cage was in it, but they do have kind of like a similar tone of voice. Yeah, like that deadpan kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he was great in the role, man. Yeah, and it's nice to see someone cast him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's making yeah. a bunch of uh, strange stuff nowadays. Like, mm. direct-to-DVD stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was good. It threw me off so much when it came to that part, where it's, you know, the new characters with uh, the anime one, and was it Penny Penny Parker? And, Hi, guys. Uh, yeah. Peter Porker. <laughs> this could literally not get any weirder. It can get weirder. I just washed my hands. That's why they're wet. <laughs> So Dude, creative. I loved Spider Ham. It was Spider Ham, right? Spider Pig. Spider Pig. Spider Pig. Spider Pig. 
does whatever a spider pig does. Oh, is that what it was? Spider ham Peter. His name was Peter Porker. Maybe yeah. Maybe it was Spider Ham Peter Porker. Yeah, that was. Uh, no, that was the guy from SNL, John Mulaney. But that was hilarious. Even, yeah. Like going back to the animation with that, like the way they animated the like uh, Penny Parker. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like that was just so hard for me to comprehend how they did that. Like how they they still used anime style animation within the like comic book style animation that yeah. that uh, the movie has seamlessly yeah yeah everything fit they said uh the animators who worked on those scenes were like um they either had studied proper japanese animation to get it right or um they were already experienced with it oh look at that and another, can, can we talk a bit more about animation? We're going to talk about animation the whole time. But another thing I found out was um, they use a really interesting technique in this film. And this is kind of technical and maybe a bit difficult for me to explain. But mm-hmm. I know you'll understand, Nicola. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so <laughs> most most animated films are done in 24 fps okay so that's 24 frames per second uh just like most other films in Mm -hmm. the industry and all hollywood films are pretty much 24 fps there are a few exceptions where there's that will smith one where they did it in 60 fps what you remember that one a will smith will smith animation no 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 it's uh it's a film film but it's, it's one the one where there's two will smiths there's two of the main character Dude, that's too many Will Smiths, man. That other, <laughs> the one that just came out uh, like a little bit ago, uh, Ge- yeah. Gemini Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's. I think I they did a, a 60 FPS version. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I know. I know they shot the <clears throat> all the Ho- the Hobbit trilogy. They shot it in 48 frames per second, yeah. and they projected it in 48 frames per second. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess it has its drawbacks. But <laughs> you say what you saying? You didn't like that. No, I mean, the thing is, I saw it in 48 frames per second, but I also saw it in 3D, which was like the, I guess, the intention of Peter Jackson. Mm. Um, and the thing is, it looked so real that, like, you could even see the, like, the makeup on the, on the dwarves. Uh, uh. You could even see, like, the fake, uh, like they put fake noses on them, and I mean, it just—it was so real. You could tell it was—it was props, but not yeah. props, but uh, it, I like guess aesthetics. There's a certain magic in, in 24 frames that you know you don't. There are things that are meant to be hidden. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, so so what they did in in Into the Spider Verse was. There's, there's something in animation I learned uh, shortly before uh-huh. uh, our call today <laughs> was uh, something in, in animation that's called ones uh, and twos. So okay. do you know, have you heard about this before? No. So you can have per frame, you have one shot, right? Mm-hmm. So one one frame per frame and the character is you know one one so when he moves it's one little tiny movement per frame right into mm-hmm. the spider verse and ev- and everything moves with them right so if the camera's panning around they'll move in ones with the frame movement 
Um, I don't know if I'm explaining this well, but when I when I get to this, maybe it'll make sense. In in into the Spider Verse, sometimes, not all the time, which is really unique that they didn't do it all the time. They did uh, animation on twos. So, what this means was, let's say the camera's panning. Sometimes a character would stay in the same position for two frames instead of just one. Okay. Right? And that gave it a faster feel, um, or in some cases a slower feel. And apparently one scene in which they used this to their advantage was, and this is this is mental, I think. Mm-hmm. Do you know the scene where, um, oh, so scary, when they find find out that Liv is, is Doc Ock? Yeah, Dr. Olivia Octavius. Can I assume that your friends call you Doc Ock? My friends actually call me Liv. My enemies call me Doc Ock. I got this! Run! Um, and then they go into the woods and that he's trying to teach him how to swing in the woods. Mm-hmm. So here's what's interesting. Peter B. Parker, the, uh, you know, the kind of fat, old Spider-Man, he's swinging and they animated him on ones. Okay. Right. And they, at at this, at the same time, they animated miles on twos. So the effect that this had was everything else was running smoothly on ones. So everything's running smoothly, but it seemed like miles, it gave, it gave the impression that the, the, um, yeah, the impression that he was struggling, that he was slowing down, slowed down compared to, Peter wow. Parker. Look where you wanted to hit. Split your shoulders. Don't forget to follow through. Don't shoot off your back foot. Let's kill me again. Then stop listening to me. That's the best idea. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's it's it's mind bending to to explain, but that's yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I think that's just like um like an instance where I take off my hat to the technicians. I mean, yeah. to the people who know the like the science behind the uh. I mean, behind those sort of like technicalities in, uh, uh, I guess, filmmaking or making animated movies in general. Just because, I mean, God, how, how much experience and how talented can you be to know that that would give you that certain effect? Yeah. And I mean, I make it work. I, yeah. did, I mean, I did not notice that. But I didn't um, notice that. Like, what, one thing that I loved about it, besides like the actual style of like comic book, like what what I mean by it, like uh, sort of having like those uh, like captions, you know, as you would get in a comic where you actually see text on screen, uh-huh, like when yeah. he's sort of uh, feel when he's becoming or getting the powers of Spider Man, and he's like really nervous running around the school, and you see like yeah. the text. I mean, aside from that, which which was great, there are many instances where you see sort of like flares or flashes of light, and uh, in those flashes or in that certain lighting that they use you see like a very specific texture to the movie and it's like texture as if it was printed paper and specifically like the type of paper that you see on comic books, which is kind of like, like a close, like like pixels per, I guess it would be like pixels per inch. I don't know if that's like the right analogy, but I mean, it just seems like you're looking at paper and and that was just phenomenally well done. Yeah, I agree. I, I specifically remember when he's been chased by his uncle and he jumps over a car.
I think that's the slowest time that you see that because you see those dots. Um, I actually read a bit about that. They use they use dots in in light to give that comic book effect. You know, loads of tiny dots like pixels, yeah. like you were saying. Exactly. And they use lines, horizontal lines, <clears throat> in in shadows, mm-hmm. um, which is how they used to draw comics. Incredible. In fact, this is really interesting. Do you know which of the Spider-Men slash women or girls um, were the was was the most difficult to animate? Um, I, mean, I don't think it was the pig. Um, maybe, um, maybe the black and white one, or maybe the girl because of the hair. It was the black and white one. How? Why? What? What makes you think that? Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying because I have like insider knowledge about this but i would just think because it's the one that's most visually different from the rest yeah it was and they basically they only used black and white there were no colors on this one so yeah they had to create form with just black and white when everything else is full color and they nailed it they said uh one of the one of the scenes in particular do you know the scene i love this scene (laughs) when they're all in in his room in miles's room um and his roommate walks in And they kind of go in the corner of the room. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. By the way, that kind of reminded me of uh, Enemy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, universe, my universe is crossed there. Um, so that was actually, they said that was the hardest scene in the entire film to animate. Can you believe that? Because they were all like actually very close together? Yeah bunched up together it said it took them um two months to do that scene god damn that's (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's crazy one of the things that really caught my attention and kind of made me just so on, on the edge of my seat throughout the film was the fight scenes man i just every time i just wasn't ready it was just normal dialogue and then and i was like oh here we go (laughs) <laughs> yeah, those were great. Maybe just like the I forgot what movie I saw in the theaters, like um, a couple of months before Spider Man came out, and uh, they showed a small clip from Spider Man in it. It was the like the sequence where he finds the the body of the like the drunken lazy Spider Man. Oh yeah, I think he goes to visit the grave of the other Spider Man, and then they sort of meet, and there's like this chase sequence like near the near the like the subway i think it was it but yeah, he's, uh, he's kind of running through this oh you mean when his uncle's chasing him yeah 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 exactly that's because his uncle was chasing him but even that it was just i mean the style everything it was just like, so exhilarating so well done exhilarating is the perfect word um can i can i offer another word sure terrifying <laughs> Dude, it was so scary when I watched that. It's just so well done. Um, and the music accompanied with it. I remember, I, it's so vivid in my mind because I remember Kingpin's there. By the way, Kingpin was absolutely hilarious. I was trying to take everything seriously, but Kingpin just looked hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just couldn't take it. Um, I, rem- I, I remember, you know, you hear the, the 
kind of shuffling of miles. And then you hear him say, what was that? And then you see like that close-up of uh, Kingpin. And it just says, kill that guy. And then it's... And it's, the music starts, and it, the scene starts. Man, so good. And every, every fight scene or every chase scene or, you know, z scene like that starts with the music is just so punchy, you know? Yeah. That was, uh, that was Liev Schreiber, right? Who's that? What's that? Damn, he's one of those actors that, I mean, I know, but if you ask me, like, where has he been or what he has been in, the Manchurian, can Manchurian Candidate? Oh, you're candidate. talking about, uh, you're talking about Kingpin. Uh, yeah. The, the guy who does the, the voice acting for Kingpin. Oh, and, and the, this is one that surprised me because I didn't know that until after the movie ended and I saw it in the credits, but, um, Mahershala Ali plays the, the uncle. Um, Mahershala Ali. Who is that though? Um, he, he's, uh, he, he's already got like two, but I think it's best supporting actor Oscars by now. I mean, right. he's been doing really well for himself in the past couple of years. He's like one of the top, uh, like dramatic actors. Yeah. Now. But he's great. I think he's going to be the next, yeah, the next Blade. That's cool. Hey, I love Blade. I don't remember Blade, man. What? Oh, it only had one movie, right? Um, I feel like there were two. Maybe. But yeah, that's a great film. Well, you know who I thought was the best uh, voice actor? Um, Doc Ock. <laughs> uh, she was good. She was good. She was really good. But nope. Who do you like the most? Jake Johnson, man. Ah, yeah. He was great. Yeah. Yeah, Peter B. Parker. He's just naturally, you know, hilarious. And his comedic timing on his lines, just perfect. Yeah. G generally, they just got great voice actors for all the Spider-Mans. Yeah. Because uh, John Mulaney did great. I, f I forgot who was Penny Parker. I also forgot who was Gwen. But uh, Jake Johnson was great. The kid who did Miles Morales was great. And I hope we actually, in the sequel, I hope we actually get to hear Oscar Isaac as the Latino Spider-Man. He was, uh, I mean, he plays uh, the, the Spider-Man that we see in the post credit sequence. He was like in uh, Ex Machina. Uh, he was in the, in the last couple of Star Wars movies. He was also on this TV show by David Simon. Mm. But he's been doing a lot of interesting roles lately. I've got to watch more films, man. It's too many films. It's not enough time. That's very true, man. Too many yeah. films, too many TV shows. <laughs> exactly. Oh, another one of my favorite scenes. I could just like sit and just talk about all my favorite scenes. Um, do you know the montage when he goes to his uncle's for the first time? I do remember when he goes to his uncle's for the first time, but I don't, I don't remember the montage. No, it's pretty cool because you see his uncle like, um, cause he's, you know, he's pretty upset. Um, um, what is it that happens? He's upset. Something happened at school or he's fighting with his dad or something. Um, and it, you see his uncle like put a record on and then it's like split screen pushover and Miles is on his way over to his uncle's Then his uncle is back and he's on his phone and nice little montage. And then he runs through the subway and he sees his uncle and uh, climbs in through the window. Right. Uh, yeah, it's really good. And what's what's cool about that is uh, that montage is kind of repeated again later on in the film. But this time mm -hmm. it's with his uncle as, as the villain. Oh, look at that. Yeah, pretty cool. Wait, so let me ask you this. Is, uh, 
Is Tobey Maguire still your favorite Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes down in history, man. He goes down in history. <laughs> he he's a great spider. He is he is Spider-Man to me because he was like the first one, you know. Yeah. He encompassed what what Spider-Man is. And I think that the the newest ones, I think they're too kind of pretty boy, you know. Yeah, that's the whole Avengers thing now as well. They're all they're all pretty boys, even Hulk. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I'm gonna root for the first ugly Avenger man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think yeah, this this was great. I think towards towards the end of the film, it, it started to it, it's like it starts to slow down a bit, and it starts to become more like a conventional, you know, emotional film, and it gets a little bit cheesy towards the end. Um, but the journey on the way there is just incredible. There was one scene which really caught my eye. I just can't wrap my head around the thought process behind this and all of the other scenes. Do you know when they go back to the uh, collider? And it's like all of the Spider-Men have gone and they've left Miles in his room tied up in the chair. Mm -hmm. And they go to the collider and Doc Ock comes to stop him. Yeah. And that place, the collider, turns into this like synth wave arena, like this purple, orange. And the colors are just so amazing as they fight. It's just unreal the way the colors change and it's like every, every scene where a fight scene starts or happens, it turns into this like, um, immaculate arena. It's so good. I, I want to watch it again, man. <laughs> now they, they outdid themselves, man. Yeah. Themselves. Um, yeah, I definitely think that was 2018. That was, I mean, that was probably one of the best movies of the year. I don't, I don't remember like, leaving as as uh, surprised and as just in awe after watching a movie that year. I want to ask you a question about the narrative. Of course. Did Miles's dad know about his uncle? And do you think maybe that's why he hated Spider-Man? Wait, so why, why would he hate Spider-Man? I mean, I know he, he hated Spider-Man, but you mean because... Uh, because his brother's like on the other side, yeah. And he's uh, rooting for his brother. I don't know. I mean, he he sort of like disapproved of his brother, right? Yeah. And, uh, and well, he disapproved of his brother, and he also disapproved of Spider Man. Mm. So this is what makes knew. me think maybe he knew because he has conflicts there. Like, you know, Spider Man's help in the city, but he knows uh-huh. that he's also against his brother. Well, that's I guess yeah. That, that might have been like. A dilemma for the character. I think maybe. Yeah. And also when he finds him dead, he doesn't say, like, what's this costume? He doesn't seem taken aback by what the guy's wearing, you know? He just He's just upset that he's dead. Ah, you're right. Yeah, he's not, like, surprised at all. Yeah. And he, like, automatically blames Spider-Man for all that. Mm-hmm. Um, one more favorite scene. Favorite moment. Um, <laughs> where... <laughs> When um, Peter B. Parker's in the chair and Doc Ock is like testing him and stuff, um, and Miles is invisible trying to get the password, and she, she says to him, uh, I, "I guess you've been glitching, right?" <laughs> 
and he just does this like super glitch and he's like what me glitching no why would you say that <laughs> and obviously you've been glitching glitching no why would you even say that <laughs> so good man it's just such a funny film it is my favorite film there I said it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for for blessing me no but the guys that did or i mean they were involved i think he also like co-wrote the script uh, it's like this filmmaking duo. The the guys are called uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Mm-hmm. Now I know they they did the Lego Movie, and I've heard that one's really good as well. I haven't watched. Uh, I saw the the Lego Batman movie, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I heard <laughs> I that was good. They were involved in that. Yeah, I mean the script, the the dialogue, the back and forth. Yeah, you can tell that it was written by someone who who really knows what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, only only towards the end again did it start to get maybe a, a bit a bit cheesy. Okay, so uh, Nicola, we 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 both know what we're going to do for the next one, right? That's right, man. And uh, this one has a particular focus, and there's a lot to talk about in which specific area? That would be editing. Yeah, I mean, some might call it a musical, but I think the uh, the tempo, tempo of the editing is among other things um, definitely the talking point. So that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> Did you want to give any more hints? No, the director hasn't done anything like in the last year. Well, he does. He did something like two years ago, I think. And uh, he's working on a TV show now. I guess that's all we can say. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, thanks for listening, guys. It's uh, bye from me. And uh, Nicole is going to sign us out. Take care, guys. Have a good weekend. Travel to